Welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I'm your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And I'm sitting here with my lovely life. Hey. With her normal enthusiasm more than she had in the last episode. Uh, I'm uh, tired. You're still tired. <laughs> so this is all this is all gonna be a comic book-centric episode. We're gonna discuss the some Loki and Black Widow. So if you haven't seen the season finale of Loki or seen Black Widow, wait till you watch it and then come back. But first, I wanted to discuss something that made me really happy. Comic book programs are finally getting the respect they deserve and actually getting Emmy nominations, which I think is super dope. Uh, I'm going to go through the ones that we definitely know. Uh, The Boys for Outstanding Drama Series. The Boys, The Mandalorian, uh, Lovecraft Country. Well, Lovecraft Country isn't a comic book, but it's um, it's a book, and I think it's more like more nerd culture. You know what I mean? So I'm actually happy that all three of those got nominated for Best of Outstanding Drama Series. Wait, just, which ones? The Boys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. I- <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I had to say it. Okay. <laughs> the Boys, The Mandalorian, and Lovecraft Country. Uh, all things that have been like in my... Can I explain something to you, Jiva? So my ADHD is going wild because on your screen, as you're reading this, there's a picture going off and I can't. Like, I'm, it intrigues me to watch it. It's Black Widow. You've seen that already. No, I get that. It's not purposeful. ADHD is real, bro. It's real. You can't I, help I, it. I Your mind literally fucking wanders off to another goddamn planet. Like, literally, I can be enthralled in a conversation, and then fucking two minutes later, my brain's like, oh, cheese. Cheese is good. What about what about salami? Ooh, turkey. I should get some turkey. Oh, Thanksgiving. I wonder what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Like, we should go to, like, fucking, fucking New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I remember when we went to New Hampshire. Maybe we should go down that river again. Remember that river in Maine? It was so cool. Like, my brain literally runs. I'm sorry. Charcuterie. I was letting you know how it goes. Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was just letting you know. I'm sorry. It wasn't I know. <laughs> I know, but it was, the, the explanation made it that much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying attention now. I'm trying. I'm not going to look at your screen. Oh, no, it's fine. It's, it makes it even funnier. So um, for outstanding drama series, uh, among things that would be discussed about, we have The Boys, The Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, all things that I would think would, I would consider a uh, Norway Dorkdom kind of um, show. Uh, I'm actually really happy that Lovecraft Country got a nomination, especially considering the everything that went on in there, the subject matter, and the actors and the performers in that were phenomenal. They were. So, I don't know if they won though. No, everyone else in here, I, I highly doubt any of them are going to win. But I also want to shout out The Boys. The Boys was was well acted. It wasn't as comic accurate as I would have liked it to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to knock it because it was a really, really good show. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at Well, the at only all. reason why I was saying that it might not is because I mean, it's competing against this exhausting. Handmade is tail and yeah. pose. Pose is really yeah. There's good. there's no way in hell they this not, not to be offensive, but it's no. probably not going to happen. Uh, no, not at all. None of them are going to win for that. Um, actually, I'll read some of the ones, some of the other ones. Outstanding comedy series, Blackish nominated. It seems like as always, Cobra Kai. Have which, they ever won it? I'm sure. 
I don't know, uh, outstanding lead actor in a drama series that I thought was cool. We had uh, Sterling K. Brown and um, This Is Us. Shocking, he said sarcastically. Bro, he's amazing. Yeah, he's... He's like the next, like... He's, he's, he is the... He's close to Idris Elba perfect. Yeah, no, I love him. No, he might be better. No, he's not. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's so charming. Like, that smile. Like, you shut those your, teeth. You shut your mouth He makes right you... Now. You know what it is about him? He makes you feel comfortable and safe. Like, does that make sense? He, like, makes you feel, like, okay to be alive. Like, he's just a good human. Like, he just looks like oh my God, he's you know, an amazing human. That's how me and Diddy feel about Zendaya. Except we feel like Zendaya is, like, a sex goddess. I mean, <laughs> she makes you feel safe and warm. That bitch is all over the place. I don't understand. I think, she, she, I, think I, I really feel, I've said this on the show multiple times. Uh, a friend of the show and um, host of her own show, Panda from Pandagasm, was just, like, agreed me. Like, she'll just, like, kind of, like, cuddle you in a therapeutic way, and then she'll ride you, and then, like, you'll come, and then you'll cry, and then she'll cry, and then she'll come. Oh, my God. That's like too much work. And then she just floats away. But this thing about it, it's not, there's no effort for her. Uh-huh. Um, outstanding uh, lead actress in a drama series, uh, Elizabeth Moss, and Nan's Tale. But you also have uh, Journey, uh, Journey Smollett, uh, Smollett from Lovecraft Country, so no, she's, she's not going to win that either. Uh, uh, supporting outstanding before after a drama series, uh, Michael K. Williams in Lovecraft Country, uh, three people from Handmaid's Tale. It's a good show. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito in The Mandalorian. They, they're not gonna win. So I really feel like they just threw a bunch of stuff in here. They're like, hey, we're gonna give it this stuff because you know, just in case. But you're not gonna win, so don't even act like you're going to. I mean, you never know. They're they're not gonna win. They are absolutely not going to win. There's no way in hell that Lovecraft Country or The Boys wins anything. I would love for it to happen, but there's, mm. there is absolutely no way in hell that's actually happening. Oh, outstanding limited series. WandaVision was nominated. Oh. Okay. I think uh, they're going up against Mayor of Easttown, which I've heard is phenomenal. I don't know. It's on, you know it it's on HBO. I've heard good things about it. Queen's Gambit, I heard, was supposed to be pretty good as well. I never watched that. Yeah. Um, outstanding, outstanding television movie. I don't know any of that shit, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, lead actor in a limited series of movie, Paul Bettany as um, Vision in WandaVision. I would like to say he was on, oh my god, Ewan McGregor, um, Hugh Grant in The Undoing? No, absolutely not. I don't know if I've ever seen The Undoing. We did. It was that oh, one was like the, the obvious murderer with the, uh, when they, at the end of it, they went and got in a helicopter to go get um, Hugh Grant at the end. He beat, he beat the uh, Spanish woman in the head with a brick or whatever. Apparently, it was not something that I really liked because I have no idea what you are talking about. It was about one of those movies that. where, like, there was one of those series where, like, it ended really poorly. It was this one. With, uh... Um, uh, N- Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that fucking ended awful. awful. It wasn't you and McGregor, was it? Yeah. Uh, no, he Grant, excuse me. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. That's why I was like, what? The dude with the teeth. The dude with the teeth, the dude with the teeth, or the dude with the prostitute. <laughs> that would have worked for me. With the what? With the prostitute. Wasn't he the one that got caught with a bunch of prostitutes too? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hugh Grant like had a whole fucking moment where everybody was like, "You're yeah, filthy." Oh yeah, look at that. I guess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Caught with a looks like. Um, I thought it was a, wasn't it like a transgender prostitute? I think so. Cheated on Elizabeth Hurley with prostitute and most likely with Maybe she was, no, maybe she wasn't transgender. No, trans, that was a different person. Not that it matters that she's a transgender woman, even if she was, like that, that's not the. Just don't cheat, dude. 
the case. Yeah, no. I was just, I couldn't remember which story. Somebody I know had sex with a transgender woman because they made a huge deal about it. And I was like, who cares? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, he, he got caught with a prostitute. Um, we have da, 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 Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen, outstanding lead actress for a limited series of movie, going up against Mayor of Easttown, Kate Winslet, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who I, I love just in general, so. Uh, supporting actress, limited movie series, no one I never care about, no one I never care about. Uh, actor, oh yeah, outstanding guest actor in a drama series, you have Courtney B. Vance for Lovecraft Country, Timothy Oliphant in The Mandalorian, and Carl Weathers for The Landlord, and this is the one that cracks me up. Don Cheadle, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, outstanding guest actor in the drama series. He was in it for three minutes. Why? I, I don't know. Three minutes and he gets a... And it's funny, he was like, I don't get it, but okay, I'll ride with it. <laughs> I don't. Because they were like, oh, we got to stick a black man in there somewhere. Uh, Carl Weathers is on there. Yeah, but like, they needed another one. It couldn't be whitewashed. <laughs> uh, some people from The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, outstanding animated program, Big Mouth, Bob's Burgers. Uh, some show The Simpsons and the South Park Pandemic special. Mm. Uh, outstanding directing. Da, 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 da. So yeah, so it's actually good to see um, some comic books getting some love. Outstanding writing for a drama series, The Boys. The Handmaid's Tale, never mind, you're not going to win. Um, yeah, but it was, it was cool to see like all these uh, all these movies and these TV shows, mostly well, these TV shows that are getting Emmy nods. It would have been nice to see Invincible on here, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I kind of knew that wasn't going to happen just because, one, it was, I don't really know if it was as good as it was. I don't know if any, everybody really gravitated towards it the way that like other people did. Mm-hmm. But according to IMDb, it is the second highest rated show of the year. The only one higher than that is Loki at a 9.1 and Invincible had an 8.9. Oh, wow. I believe. So that was cool. Uh, so while it's still fresh in our head, let's get to it. The season finale of Loki, I thought was a 10 out of 10. Um, I really enjoyed the show in general. And I said this to you before, I feel like they're getting the the hang of it now, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it looks more like a movie, but it's not. It's just super long and drawn out, right? Like, it's cut into pieces. Um, I think you... That, like, like even visually, it just... Everything's starting to look better than it did before. Like, um, and I think they're putting more... Investing more into them, like, in general. Like, like in realizing, like, how much money they probably can make off of a really good show. Like, a really good comic show. I like the idea of comic shows versus comic movies. I, I do like comic percent. movies, but I like the shows because they explain a lot of things that the movies don't because the movies just don't have time. So like knowing this stuff now, you're saying, um, you told me that Loki you think is going to play into the next. You, the, everything that happened. Movie, right? Like yeah. everything that's happened in the, everything that's happened in the last three shows, WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will now be, the, which will now be Captain America, mm-hmm. and The Winter Soldier and Loki are all going to play parts in the upcoming show, in the upcoming movies. I don't know how it's going to play into Shang-Chi, but I'm certain it will. We have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. They're all going to... Um, Ant-Man, The Wasp, Quantumania, all of these things are going to have uh, everything that we've watched previously is going to have a direct effect on that, especially Loki with the time stream being messed up and it being all over the place. 
uh, these multiple versions of um, Earth's being created, which I think is going to uh, get into the What If series. Mm-hmm. I personally think that everything that happened, we actually just watched the uh, trailer, Duck Without Valkyrie, we haven't seen it yet. But I personally think that a lot of the stuff that happened at the end of Loki with the time stream, that particular timeline breaking off into multiple Earths, I think is going to have a direct effect on the What If series. Because um, it seems to be so tightly um, knit with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I think that that's what's going to happen with this. But who knows? Um, who, did you ever. So before we. Uh, so what did you. So you like the finale. What do you think of the ending with Sylvie? No, actually, no. Before you get into that, what do you think of Jonathan Powers? I think that's his name. Jonathan Powers from. Um, Jonathan Majors, excuse me. Jonathan Majors, the guy who played uh, the one behind the. TVA and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did I think about him? Yes. I thought I liked his character. Um, I don't know much about his character because I'm not into comics as much as you are and I learn from you. Um, I thought the character was cool. I liked the whole idea of it. I like the fact that he is a variant of, like... Kang the Conqueror. Like Yeah, like, I love that. Um, but he was trying to be good. Right, well, no, but we don't, okay, so we don't know that, right? Because she killed him, and when she killed him, what you see afterwards makes you think that maybe what he was doing was appropriate. Well, like he said, he was, uh, when Sylvie tried to say something, she was like, and he was like, stop it right now. We're all villains here. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's, uh, Loki's a villain, Sylvie's a villain, he's a villain. But I love the fact that he's accepted who he is, but I also loved how smooth he was. Mm hmm. Like he was, and I think someone put it best when they called him captivated. Yeah, I could. Um, I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, it was, but it was one hundred percent correct. It was like I couldn't keep my eyes off of like how good he was, especially when he was telling the story of how things to be, and then telling everyone like, "Hey, this could be worse. I'm actually the lesser of all the evils." Yeah, and Loki kissing Sylvie was weird. But kind of sweet all at once. I mean, because he's kissing himself? Essentially, yeah. Like, didn't you bring up the fact, like, is it narcissistic to want to have sex with yourself if you physically can? Yeah, I would I would totally fuck a female version of me. Would you? I absolutely I feel like that'd be so strange. Longer looks better than me. I'm cool. Uh, But one thing I did love is after the kiss, like, she saved him, kicked him out into the TVA. And the way she stabbed him, it was perfect because it was personal. Yeah. Like so many times we get these final moments where it's not enough or it's too much. Like she slowly like put the like random knife through him. Mm-hmm. And then the way he looked up at her and goes, see you later. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, like he knew something else was coming. Well, he knew he, well, he said if you die, like, you don't know what the next variant will be, that they're all ruthless and whatever. So I loved it. I loved everything about that. The uh, And then at the end of it, we find out that now Kang the Conqueror, who, um, who, who was revealed the new variant Kang, had a giant statue in the TVA. Apparently, Mobius and, B- and um, Hunter B-15 had their memories erased or the timeline shifted so they don't know who we are so not, like they don't know who Loki is mm-hmm. and so it's so like alright before you go on who are you and I was like holy shit but now here's my thing and the only so the question that we both came up with was 
is Sylvie actually in charge? Because just because we saw the statue... Could she be playing him? Exactly. The same way the TVA... uh, Same way Kang played the TVA. The Mm -hmm. only reason I'm hesitant about thinking this is because their memories were erased. And I feel that, like, that's not something she would do, knowing that, like, her whole thing was trying to make sure that the cycle wasn't repeated. Okay. So, but, um, it's possible, it's possible, it's not impossible, but it's definitely close to improbable. But as we've seen in these Marvel, these Marvel shows, you can never really guess and think that you know what's going on. Sure. So, uh, before we go, before we go move on to the next thing, did you have a favorite character? On that show, I really liked Sylvie a I lot. Figured. Like, I liked the whole idea of her. Um, like, I, I don't know. I just liked her. I don't know. I'm going with Gator Loki is my favorite character. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I want to say Loki. That's the really easy choice to pick him because Tom Hiddleston. He is, did a really good job, though. Was, you can't even be mad at it if you do say Loki. No, but I, I hearken back to something you said about Sylvie the first time we actually got a real glimpse of her. You, all you could say was she's incredibly likable. Yeah. No, she is. She's very incredibly likable. And and I, like was, she makes you like her and mm-hmm. you're like, you forget that she's a Loki. And, and she seems like to be doing something for a just cause. Yeah. And um, I was saying to Talar, uh, Sylvie pulled a Star-Lord. Sylvie what? Pulled a Star-Lord. What do you mean? All she had to do, all they had to do was um, control their emotions and everything would be fine. Mm. Pull a Star-Lord. Yeah. And I'm calling, I officially called it pulling a Star-Lord because the chain reaction that her revenge caused, is, we haven't seen what it's going to, ha- what's going to happen now. We know that very, we know that, um, branches have been brought out and all that but we also don't know what this new kang is going to do and was there a giant war between the kangs what what did this how is this going to affect um the ant-man and the wasp quantumadium how is this going to affect dr strange how is dr strange and wanda going to interact with all this? so there's so much going on that like that her revenge could potentially destroy the marvel universe we know it's not going to obviously but what what happens now is this how the x-men come in is this how we get the fantastic four like you know what i mean is this why the Tobey Maguire, the andrew garfield spider-man our version of spider-man are going to be in the spider-man no way home because of the way they fluff with the time stream so all these questions are so like her and granted like just like we were talking about with um Shakari Richardson, you don't know how you're gonna react until you're in that situation. Sometimes yeah. sometimes you make mistakes. Yeah. And considering that Sylvie has been holding on to this anger for everything that's happened with her for so long, it's understandable that she'd be like, No, this has been eons of like emotion. And granted she probably really does love Loki. Mm-hmm. But to quote uh, to turn a phrase, what's love got to do with it? In a situation where, like, you've only known this person for a week or a few days, like, you know, a couple weeks tops, to, like, untold, an untold, untold amount of time of dealing with this kind of anger when someone takes you from your home when you're a child. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So while I'm like, come on, Sylvie, I understand. You know what I mean? There's nothing you can really do about it. I don't knock her for it, and 
who knows what I would have done in that situation. I would have I would have stabbed him. I'm not I I probably would have stabbed him repeatedly. <laughs> I know. So uh, next up and lastly, I did want to talk Black Widow. Before we get into Black Widow, though, what we, our thoughts of what were your expectations going in? So I'm sure I've said this on other podcasts, but if I, in case I haven't, my disdain for Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow was a very real thing. Um, This movie might have changed it for me. I feel like she's getting better and better. Um, I really liked the movie a lot. I liked Yelena, her sister, more than... No, 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 no. I'm not going to get to that. I just want to know what your expectations were. Oh, my expectations were that it was not going to be super amazing. Does that make more sense? It does. Because I just don't... I don't know. I don't subscribe to Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. So now that you... So for me, I didn't know. I was... My expect this way been the first time my expectations were even keeled. I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know. I like Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I also think a lot of it had to do with Josh Whedon and the way he directed her. But I also noticed that the movies that he wasn't directing, like the Russo brothers were doing, um, how well she was in Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. she was great. You know what I mean? So it was. I don't know if it was necessarily her as opposed to like the material that was given to her okay so now let's get <clears throat> excuse me so now let's get to what what you actually thought so the movie's out we've seen it we saw a day of shout out to shay nice and super wakabi for um inviting us over to watch the movie with them on disney plus what did you think about it now that you saw it like i said i really liked it um i thought it was much better I love that it made fun of her in the poses. That was funny. I liked um, Yelena a lot, her sister. Um, I think it added to the story and added to like the whole movie. And overall, I really liked um, like. I really liked that they showed a different side of Black Widow that you get to see the like where she came from and talk about the red room and stuff like that um i thought that was really interesting um i also cut you off before you were talking about like your favorite parts about it because i'm pretty sure we both thought yelena was probably our favorite part of the uh, movie i really liked yelena i liked the dad too he was ridiculous oh, like yeah like even though he's not really their dad like it's still, you like, like him because he reminds him of me <laughs> he was just a big goofy like Whatever, you know what I mean? And secretly, he really did love them, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's... And again, back to the conversation that we've had here a million times about the product of your environment. Like, he probably wasn't really allowed to really love them, you know what I mean? Or show yeah. them the emotions that he wanted to. I'm pretty sure he didn't want to even take them. And granted, the, the look he had was a little different, but he spent a lot of time... He probably spent years regretting what he did. Yeah. Well, Alexi, Alexi was great, though. I... He was like you said, he was a big ball of goof. I love that one guy tried to talk shit to him and he broke his arm. Yeah. He was like he was perfect and Because he's nice until he's not nice. And then he's like, never. <laughs> him trying to fit into that suit was amazing. Oh my god. Him trying to fit into his <laughs> well, not even trying, he did. Still fits. But no, I don't. imagine he had to walk like he you would when you're doing like um speed walking, which you have to like suck your ass in and walk tight wad. I imagine that's how he was walking. 
I figure um, it was kind of like when a woman with a really nice butt has to like fit into like tight jeans. Maybe. I don't know. It was fucking ridiculous. I loved it. It, it, everything about that show I thought was absolutely phenomenal. That movie was phenomenal. And I know people have had their comments about Taskmaster. Yes. I originally was worried about Taskmaster. Task, he, he's one of my favorite villains. We find out, and I called it early, early, early in the movie about who Taskmaster was. I wasn't shocked at the reveal. It ended up being the little girl that Black Widow, acted, well, not accidentally, uh, considered collateral damage when she was trying to kill her father. Mm-hmm. That wasn't shocking to me. People were pissed because there was no real character development. And I can understand their point, but I don't think people looked at the bigger uh, picture here. What was that? This Taskmaster has a completely clean slate. This, this is a moldable ball of clay that the MCU can play with. So the actress... Sorry, the actress um, Olga Karolenko can now be the Taskmaster that, like, that we know in the comic books. It could mm-hmm. be somebody who's just completely different than what we're used to seeing. Um, or it could be the the goofball that we've seen in other uh, in the comic book, the one who's got like this big sarcastic side, like you know, but like really deadly. When you described them to me, what they did in the movie though wasn't. It was bad. Wasn't good. It wasn't. It, it absolutely wasn't good. I wasn't. I'm not going to say I was happy about it, but I understood because adding this big personality to Taskmaster would have taken away from the larger part of the story, which is redemption for Black Widow, Yelena, Alexei, Malina. You know what I mean? It takes mm-hmm. away from it because it's like. But again, back to our Loki conversation. Had this been a TV show, we would have been able to get into that. We would have had. We would have been able to see Taskmaster grow as a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know who Alexei Karolenko is. According to IMDb, they've been in a bunch of movies. Uh, most recently, other than Black Widow, it's been uh, Sentinel, Sentinel. Uh, the Bay of Silence, Romance, uh, The Courier, The Room. So they've been another thing. So she's been another thing, excuse me. But I have no idea who this person is. I got nothing. But I think that there's a possibility there if um, the actress can really um, portray the character the way, like as like I said, a big, goofy personality. Because this is somebody who keeps up with Deadpool in terms of like, not necessarily in quips, oh, but in kind of like, yeah, Deadpool's funnier, but Taskmaster's banter is, is, is damn good as well. Mm. Keeps, he keeps up with Spider-Man. He talks a, a gang of shit to Captain America. Uh, one of my favorite moments was Captain America went up against uh, Taskmaster. And Taskmaster goes, I've been waiting for this fight for so long. Captain America goes, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> and then um, Cap goes, uh, Bucky, watch out. Uh, this, he can mimic everything you're doing. And Taskmaster goes, ha, I know you remembered me. <laughs> it's little shit like that it would have been nice but you know we didn't get it I think in the future that uh, we will get more Taskmaster than we're used to seeing especially considering like I think this is what the fans wanted do you do you think they'll keep it as who it is yes Uh, specifically because they gave her the name Antonia Uh, Taskmaster's name in the comic books is Tony so there is a connection to it this was done for a reason if they didn't 
But I mean, are they going to have her talk? Why is she? I didn't understand why they made her silent. Because giving it, I don't, giving it, like I said, making the personality even bigger, or even if they would have like made you the voice modulator, then people would have been like, oh, why are they using the voice modulator? Who is really, they would have given the, given the secret away a little bit earlier. If you would have put two together, two and two together a lot easier than if they don't know anything about it. Okay. Uh, so, oh, there was something I was going to say to this. So, I really forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, one of the things I did like, no one died. No one significant died. And Marvel always kills somebody off in these movies. So that leaves um, possible futures for Alexei to fight Sam Wilson because he wants his glorious fight with Captain America. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Alexei and the Winter Soldier have interacted before since... Um, he worked for Hydra. Now, since um, Winter Soldier worked for Hydra, so who knows if he had to do Russian jobs since he was a Russian operative in the comic books. Uh, uh, Winter Soldier, that is. Did he interact with Alexi? Uh, will we get more more prequels of Black Widow since she's been in dozens of uh, missions before she was an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and an Avenger? What's next for Yelena Belova? I think that's going to be super important. Um, mm. Will we get an Alexi TV show? Uh, I like David Harbour. We've seen him in um, Stranger Things. As yes. much as I didn't like Hellboy, I thought he did as good of a job as he could with that shitty-ass stuff he was given. He was funny as hell on Saturday Night Live, and he has a big personality in the show. And I think that was one thing I will say. It would have been nice to see him be bigger in terms of like performance, but again, it would have taken away from... Who are you being bigger? I think Alexi has, and David Harbour have, have, have the ability to just be the shining star, like, you know what I mean, of everything. Like, larger-than-life personality. Yeah, but he can't. Though. That's what I'm like, saying. It wasn't his movie. Exactly. But I think because of this, I, I really feel that we're going to get a more Alexi, and I think it's, he'll be in Captain America and the, and the Winter Soldier coming up. I think he'll be in more than just a couple of episodes. Yeah. Uh, we could be getting the Thunderbolts, which is something I can talk about on the show just to kind of break down that. We look into the future. Um, but overall, I think it was, I think it was a good, it was a nice way to bring back the summer blockbuster. And I'm not talking about, um, Fast Family Nine, which I, which I still can't wait to go see. Oh, for the, for the record, this was funny. Valkyrie didn't know that the, uh, Fast and Furious went into space. Fucking ridiculous. That is literally the most ridiculous. I actually think I said to you, because you you were like, Fast and Furious 9. You did. And I was like, what the fuck are they? What are they going to space now? And you were like, actually. And I was like, no. And I thought you were bullshitting me. And I even made you fucking send you the trailer. Google it and made you did the trailer. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you have to be fucking kidding me. Like, I really don't even understand, like, why? Why? Why are we still watching these movies? Why are we still indulging it? Why? Like, as, when I say we, I mean we as a society. I don't want to watch it. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to have to watch oh, it. Oh, you were totally going to have to watch this. But I have no interest in it. They're horrible fucking movies. But they're, but but they're entertaining as hell. Are they? Yes. Because okay. in space, no one can hear you, family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, Black Widow was good. I thought it, I thought it uh, over. I thought it outperformed anything that I could have thought about. And I was little by little. Talara got me more excited about it because she's a big Scarlett Johansson fan and she loves Black Widow. And even more, she loved it even more so after reading the comic books. 
Oh, that's what I was going to say. I have to mention my favorite part of the movie. So there's a scene where Black Widow has to is trying to have this guy punch him so he could break his break her nose. And I know what's going on. And I said I said out loud to everybody and I said, you know, come with Black Widow and just bang her head up against the table to break her nose. And then like two minutes later, she did it. And I was like, yes, because <laughs> it was perfect. It's exactly what she would do. She'd bang her face on, her, on the table and break her own goddamn nose because she's a badass like that. Yes. Did you have a, anything that really like stuck out in the movie or anything that you didn't like? Um, I don't think there's anything that I didn't like. Um, I don't know. I mean, definitely the part where she bangs her face on the table. I was like, surprised <laughs> by that. That they went there with it. Yeah, that they actually did it. Um, Oh, yeah. So that's, that's really all we got. I just want to do kind of a shortish episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's been the Old Man Wade Show. Don't forget to find us on the Old Man Wade Show on the Facebook page. You can find the Facebook page. The, the Facebook page. Because okay, I'm a thousand years old. Uh, don't forget you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram on Old Man Wade. Com is the handle. You can find myself, Super Bowl Kavi, and J. Jonah Diddy on the Culture Comic Book News podcast available on Spotify iTunes, Spreaker, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. You can find Valkyrie and me sitting on the couch watching horrible movies and reviewing them soon because I want to talk about, oh, God, I really want to get into the escape room and um, nobody later. Until then, be kind to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade.